Blog Talk Radio.
Lord. It's so tonight we're going to allow God to minister to us. We're going to allow God to have his way. For those that's not speaking tonight, please mute your phone so that um, anything going on in your background, we don't have to hear it and the other listeners don't have to hear it because we don't want you to miss anything that the speaker has to say. So I know y'all ready. I know you prepared. You got your paper, pencils, pads, your little note paper. You got a tab paper bag open, you know, and write something down on it or get a paper towel. Do that because you don't want to miss anything on tonight. So let's be ready. Let's see if the man of God is on the line, but I know he has someone that's going to pray first, and we're going to let her pray once I find out if the man of God is on the line. Uh, Minister, Elder, Randy, are you on the line? Elder Randy Seabury, are you on the line? I guess we're waiting on him. Um, Try to see. Uh, Carmen, are you on the line to open us up with prayer? Yes, I am. Okay, if you would like to go on and pray, and we will be ready for Randy to come online, we would uh, like for you to go on and Read us with the word of prayer. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay. Well, yes, I can hear you now, Randy. So hold on, because once Carmen finished praying, she's going to turn it over to you, and we're going to get right into the word. So go ahead. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and praise you and magnify and exalt and reverence and honor your precious holy name. We thank you for this opportunity. We don't take it lightly, Father God, that um, you have afforded us this open door to come before your throne, to lift up the mighty name of Jesus, to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise that is due your precious holy name. So, Lord God, we just come saying if we've said, done, or thought anything that we shouldn't have, sins of omission or commission, Lord, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us. We repent, Lord God, because we want nothing, nothing, nothing to hinder us going before your precious throne. And we just give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, glory, God. We do love you. We love you. Oh, we love you, Father God, because you first loved us. So, Lord God, we just come saying, Lord God, here we are, empty vessels. Fill us up, fill us up, overflow, overflow, Father God, that we may always and forever be the vessels of honor fit for the Master's hand. Thank you, Father God. Lord God, we thank you, we thank you. And we pray, Father God, that every time, every time, your word, your word, Father God, is preached or spoken. Father God, that it carries, it carries your Holy Ghost power of conviction, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray that your word will always and forever, spoken or preached, carries your Holy Ghost conviction, Lord God, because we need it, Lord God. We need it to convict us, Lord God. We need it, Father God, like never, ever before. 
we trust you, Lord God, that when that conviction comes, that Holy Ghost conviction comes, that we come crying, saying, what must I do to be saved? Not next week, not tomorrow, not next month, not next year, but that very day, Father God, that the conviction will cause us to come crying. What must we do to be saved that very day? Oh, my God, my God. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, because we know that the word, the word, the word of God, it saves, it saves, it delivers, it heals, it feels. It causes us, Lord God, to be in right standing with you. So we thank you, Father God, that that conviction will come, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we do believe, we believe and have the confidence, confidence, the confidence in knowing that Jesus Christ came to make us free, to make us free every day, every time that we acknowledge him as Lord and Savior, Master and King, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, that was just and is to come, Yahweh, Yahshua. We have that confidence in knowing that we can be delivered and made whole, that we can come out of that thing as pure as gold because we've been tried in the fire by the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, merciful God. Oh, Lord God, we can speak this and decree it and proclaim it over our bloodlines, on our father's side of the family and our mother's side of the family, every man, woman, boy, girl, infant child and unborn child in the name of Jesus Lord God we do thank you and praise you and Lord God we thank you that we know Lord God we have that great assurance Lord that great confidence Lord God that you comfort us Jesus came to comfort us to comfort us and why he comforts us because he cares for us thank you Father God that you care for us. So, Lord God, thank you. Thank you that the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, it carries, Lord God, everything that we need, Lord God, so that we can be the men and women, Lord God, the sons and daughters of the Most High God. So, Lord God, we lift you up. We lift you up. We magnify, exalt, reverence, honor your precious holy name. We thank you, Father God, because we know, we know without a shadow of a doubt who we are and whom we are, that we belong to the creator who holds this whole world in the palm of his hands. And everything that we have need of, Lord God, you will provide. Because, Lord God, you are more than enough. You are our everything, everything. You are our everything. We are more than overcomers, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We are not defeated, foes. We do not have time to shrink back, fall back, draw back, Lay back. We got to put our hands to the plow and run like never, ever before because these are truly the last and evil days. But we know without a shadow of a doubt who holds our lives in the palm of his hands. And, Lord God, you perfect those things that concern us. You're the God that 
knows everything. Nothing is hidden. Nothing is hidden. Lord God, even those things, Lord God, that are in dark, Lord God, that we, some of us, Lord God, we're, we're going in and out, in and out, back and forth. We're, we're looking to the left, looking to the right, instead of looking to the hills from what's coming our help. Father God, help us, Lord God, to put our trust and our hope in you and nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Oh, Father God, we thank you for this avenue, this open door, Lord God, that you afforded us to come together, Lord God, and be transparent. We thank you for Minister Margot, Lord God, availing herself. And we know, Father God, right now that she is healed, she's whole, she's healthy. We speak a decree and proclaim it that, Lord God, that you have just You've anointed her and pointed her for this time, this mission, Lord God, and nothing, nothing can separate her from the love of God. Just as we all speak that and decree it and proclaim it over our lives, then, Lord God, we know we're going to go through trials and tribulations. We're going to have tests. But, Lord God, you came that we will overcome all these things, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, that we have power. We have that Holy Ghost power, that power, Lord God, that we can tread up on the lion and scorpion and dragon and young lion, and the devil is trampled under our feet. And that you said if we resist the devil, he will flee from us. Give us that Holy Ghost power to know, Father God, that those words we speak, we got to get them down in the very depths of our soul, that they will flow out, and that they will conquer and saturate, Lord God, every sickness, disease, and infirmity, everything that's not like God from A to Z, whatever it may be known and unknown, Father God. We thank you for your healing virtue. We thank you that we can speak a thing and it just come to pass because you're an awesome and amazing, mighty, wonderful, loving God. You're the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You are our everything. And everything has to bow down. Every sickness, disease, and infirmity, every mental, emotional thing has to bow down to our Father, which art in heaven. And, Lord God, we thank you. We thank you that the blood of Jesus cover us from everything that's not like God. Oh, everything. We command it. We, we touch and agree. You say we're two and three are gathered in your name. There you are in the midst. One can put a thousand of flight and two can put ten thousand demons to flight. So we come up against every sickness and disease and infirmity with the blood of Jesus. You say what can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can save our souls? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So, Lord God, we thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary. We thank you, Lord God, that we hold on to our confidence in Christ Jesus, not in and of ourselves, but in Christ Jesus, that we hold on to it. We believe it, Lord God. Even, Lord God, when the enemy comes in like a flood, you lift up a standard against the hand of the enemy, and he has got to flee. He's got to go back into the very pits of hell from which he came. We do not. Not come to a battle with a toothpick in our mouth. We come to the battle with the sword of the spirit and the word of God. And we have on that whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And we thank you, Lord. We rejoice. We, we're we not a people that um, people can look at and they can say, oh, I don't want to be like them. They look mad. They look mean. They ain't got no power. They ain't got no anointing. They ain't got no joy. They ain't got no love. They ain't got no peace. The devil is a lie. 
We are full of joy, love, and peace. We are God's example of holiness and righteousness and truthfulness, morals, values, and integrity. We are walking up shining bright, 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 that others may see and glorify the Father which art in heaven. We are walking in boldness, Holy Ghost boldness, to speak to those things that they will come forth in the name of Jesus. And we speak to our bloodlines. We speak to those that we don't even know that come in contact with us because we know God is an intentional God. He's an intentional God. So, Lord, give us that Holy Ghost fire, that Holy Ghost anointing. Lord God, that when others see us, Lord God, they will want to be, Lord God, just like Jesus. They want to be in your presence. They want to walk like you and talk like you. And they want to move like you, Lord God. So we count it an honor and a privilege, Lord God, that you breathe the breath of life in us every morning that we wake up to hear and see and feel the new mercies, the new mercies that you yeah. have afforded us. And, Lord God, all of us, I, 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 God, you gave me that it's a great morning. It's a great morning. It's not just a good morning. It's a great morning because I'm alive and I'm in the land of the living. In 2022, Lord God, Yes, we, you brought us through, and Lord God, you brought us through uh, some mighty things, some mighty situations, but you brought us through, Lord God, to let this whole world know that our God has this world in the palm of his hand, that our God is an awesome and amazing, loving and wonderful, peaceful, that he is all-knowing, that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all and even, Lord God, some of us lost some people in 2022. Yes, we did. But, Lord God, if we know that they were saved and we know that we are saved, we will see them again. But trust me, trust me, brothers and sisters, those people are not looking down and saying they wish they could come back and see and be in the midst of us. They are glorifying, magnifying. They are rejoicing, loving on our Father with Jordan Heaven. They are in the presence of God, and we know in the presence of the Lord is the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, Lord God, comfort us, comfort us, comfort us in knowing, Lord God, that we will see them again. And that, Lord God, we got to continue the work. We got to continue the work. We got to continue doing the will of God as God has left us here on this earth, not for us to allow the enemy to have a sad sorrow and in uh, depression and all those things because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God came that we might have life and have it more abundantly and eternal life. So, Lord God, help us to walk in an eternal life. We thank you for the word of God that does not go void. It will accomplish that which it was sent forth to accomplish. So, Lord, we hold on to the word of God. We meditate on the word of God. We love the word of God. We eat the word of God. The word of God is bread. It's the bread of life. It's the bread of life. And we want the whole loaf, Lord God. Help us not to pick and, and, and pick apart and, and put a little in our mouth and then we want to spit it out. No, Lord God, help us to eat of that word so that we can be filled, filled with your precious Holy Spirit. 
so that we can be sustained, Lord God, and strong, Lord God, strong mentally, physically, and emotionally. So, Lord God, we speak it and decree it over everyone over this line, everyone over that's going to hear through Facebook, however means of technology, Lord God, that the word of God that is spoken, that is preached, Lord God, that it will bring that Holy Ghost conviction for today, for today, that people will come crying, saying, what must I do to be saved? I want to be in the midst of the body of believers. I count it all joy. I love you, Lord. We love you. Oh, oh my God. Some. 116, 1 and 2, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Brothers and sisters, we got to love him. We got to call upon him. We got to know that he inclined his ear unto us because he loves us. Oh, my God. We have such a great love in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus, Jesus sits on the right hand of God interceding for us, us. He's interceding for us. We thank you. Oh, we thank you. We thank you, my God, my God. Excellent is thy name. Holy one of Israel, righteous in all of your ways. Help us, Lord God, to know, Father God, that we are not weak. We are not defeated. We are walking in victory. We have the victory of God Almighty. And we got to stand on it. We got to saturate ourselves with this word because this word is God. And God and the word is true. It's true. The word of God is true. It's true. It is the truth that we need to move forward. When lies are being spread all over the four corners of the earth, we as the people of mighty, awesome, amazing God, we have the truth. We know what God says is right and what is wrong. And Lord, help us not to compromise. Oh, my God. We thank you for the young man that's coming. We speak it and decree it that our ministries will be full of the priests, the men, Lord God, that they will be the Joseph, the Moses, the Abraham, the Igas, the Joshua's, the Caleb's, Lord God, the uh, Noah's, Lord God. They will be all the powerful anointed men of the past and the men that are present, that are walking in holiness and righteousness. So we do thank you for this powerful young man of God that's coming forth, Lord God, that he's making that example of what a godly man should be, Lord God, and we thank you for our godly men. We thank you that they know that they are more than conquerors. They are not defeated foes. They are blessed and highly favored, blessed going in, blessed coming out in the city and the field and source. They are the priests of their families. They are loving their families as they love Christ with their whole heart, mind, soul, body, and spirit. They love their families in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, they are godly men, and they have everything to provide for their families, Lord God. So they, they, they have everything that they have need of, Lord God. Every open door 
their past, Lord, and they know how to take hold and to put their hands to the plow and to not look back because they're godly, powerful, anointed men that are being raised up in a mighty, awesome, and amazing way that, Lord God, we thank you. We thank you in this 2023, and we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, reverence you, and adore you. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. She doesn't uh, offer this willy-nilly. Just, you know, she didn't just go down the street and ask somebody, hey, do you want to speak for me? Or uh, would you like the opportunity 
to speak to God's people? No. She reached out to me on purpose because she sees a me and me that I don't even see sometimes. And I appreciate her and I love her. And uh, there are no coincidences because what she asked me to speak on was the value of prayer. And we just got prayed in. I don't know if it it, it is all down in my uh, shanana, and I don't even speak in tongues. And it was all down in there that that minister, that sister, that woman of God just opened up. She she ushered in the spirit of God. That's not a slight thing. It's not a small thing. And she did that, and I thank God for I thank her, and I thank God for Um, She spoke on Psalm 16, like I said, I don't, I don't know if all of this was pre-rehearsed. Please believe, and I'm sorry, this is live, y'all. Uh, please believe that I had no, um, I don't know if if uh, if her and and my and Minister Margot spoke. They didn't have to, because the Spirit of God spoke through both of them, and and this thing just it, it, it could write itself. At any rate. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay there long. I, I did hear uh, something, and it was uh, Psalm 116. And Psalm 116, the New King King James Version says, "I love the Lord because He has heard my voice and my supplications, because He has inclined His ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon Him as long as I live." And that's prayer. We have been. Oh, I won't say I, I will say I have because I don't know whether anybody else has. I have been uh, taught, and I have learned that prayer is one half of your conversation with God. Your meditation, your listening, is the other half. Jesus said, "Pray and watch." The Bible says in various places, "Pray and listen, pray and think." Because your prayers are you speaking. The other half is God speaking back to you. Sometimes he speaks back to you in action. Sometimes he speaks back to you in the voice of human beings. Uh, Sometimes he speaks back to you in just inspiration. The spirit of God that lives inside you, the Holy Ghost, will be the answer sometimes. But prayer is one half of the two-way communication between you and God. And... In trying to study this, approaching everything as I do, because I'm a little bit of a technical cat. You know, I'm the guy that took everything apart, put things back together again. I actually do that for a living these days. But I realized that I was praying in error. My prayers were errant because I I misunderstood what prayer was. I knew it was, well, at least I thought I did, that it was one half of the two-way communication but I still didn't get it. If you go through your Bible, and those pages will be in there, unless you pull them out, the people who prayed to God, like David, who wrote that Psalm 116, they had a personal relationship with God. They didn't pray to God. They prayed to their Father. See, if you have this uh, thought pattern, a thought process that God is some way off uh, extra dimensional being that is so disconnected from you, then you will not 
understand him and he will may or may not listen well let, let me not step over myself first of all you know as i said i'm a technical cat let's go back the word prayer so prayer comes from a latin word uh prex or prex also precarious it means uh to obtain by entreaty that means you pray for the things that you want you ask for the things you want but that's latin hebrew has as hebrew does multiple definitions for the same word, uh, I believe it's uh, tefillah. I'm looking at my notes right there. Te- tefillah, I don't know. I will butcher every language outside of English. I barely speak that. But um, it, it ranges from everything from executing judgment to thinking. But my relationship and my prayer, and that's also what my Aunt Margo makes. Bless <laughs> her. She told me to make it personal. So I have been one of those people, and, and it, it may just be me, that have prayed to a God that was far off. When my prayer is supposed to open up the kingdom of heaven into my reality, I'm, I'm basically praying uh, to a pen pal instead of praying to a God that's right here. So... Um, well, we're we gonna we gonna try because I'm not I'm not gonna hold y'all along. Um, what I wanted to talk about, and when it comes to prayer, because when she said that, she was like, "Man, talk about the value of prayer," and that is massive. I think we could all spend a lifetime um, on discourse and understanding of the value of prayer. But I wanted to go specifically to a few points. One of them is unanswered prayers. And that's a that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people, even those who believe, those who have faith, and those who uh, are trying to build faith. Sometimes we think of the Bible or prayer as a genie lamp, and if we rub it, then he should make it happen. My my grandmother, she was grandma to me. She was a mother to some of the people I'm sure that hear me. She was uh, ain't baby sister, mama or ring. Prayed like uh, nothing I'd ever seen before in my life. I used to say she could pray down the walls of Jericho. And I, I have been blessed enough to not just see and understand and learn from her, but I was blessed enough to see her struggle. And And that will make you question. Well, if this woman for over 60 years lived for you, Lord, did everything you asked of her above and beyond, why is she in struggle? Why are her prayers not being answered? And and that got me to thinking and digging and, and, and doing what I do. And there are a number of reasons why prayers go unanswered. First and foremost, sometimes your prayers are answered but you're not listening. You're too busy shouting up at God and not meditating, not waiting for the response. And then when the response comes sometimes, it doesn't come the way that you designed it. Because we want God on our terms a lot of times. I might be just talking to myself, but if, if you can't say amen, say ouch. We want God on our terms. 
And don't feel bad because you're in good company because Peter did too. Almost everybody that we read about in that Bible who walked alongside Jesus wanted Jesus on their own terms at some point or another. Almost everybody, not everybody, I'm not going to do that. But even Peter wanted Jesus on his own terms. And uh, sidebar, uh, one of the instances that that happened was when Jesus wanted to wash everybody's feet. First, Peter told him, no, can't wash my feet. Then he told him, uh, well, if you're going to wash my feet, then you should wash my whole body. He didn't understand what was being um, given to him, the measure that was being unfolded, because he wanted Jesus on his own terms. And we do that to this day. But when we pray, myself included, uh, as a matter of fact, look, we're going to let the word of God say it. Because uh, James, hold on, I, I got it right here. I'm sure I got it right here. Hold on. Technology, give me one second. James 4 and 2. This is the King James Version. It says, ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not because you ask not. Well, wait a minute. You just said that I don't have it because I didn't ask for it, but, Lord, I've been asking for it. But have you been asking for it? Did you really understand what James just said? You are asking from your selfish pleasure. And and to get back to my further point, and please forgive me because this is, this is not what I do. I am a, a normal man. I do love the Lord. I, I, I have a, a relationship with the Lord, but I am. I am as average as average gets. Um, and my prayer life is not what I would want it to be. If I'm being, I'm going to be completely transparent. I don't pray as I have in sometimes, and sometimes my prayers are still in error. As, as much as God has revealed to me, as, as good as he's been to me my whole life, as many examples as I have been given, because everybody don't get that. I got a family. A lot of people don't have family. They have relatives. I have a family. I have two very large families. One came from my father and one came from my mother. And they love each other and they love God and they are there. So I, I, I really don't have an excuse. But even in all of that example, I still fall short. I'm average. I'm regular. I'm, it's not an excuse. It's just me seeing who I am. So we just said that you have not because you asked not, but, Lord, I, I'm asking. But how are you asking? And we go back to my original point. You are praying to a God that is somewhere far off that you can't see. You can't see the bottom of his feet. You can't see his hands. You don't understand him. Your relationship is all gimme, gimme, gimme. And what do you give back? Well, I give to the church. I go to church every Sunday. I just gave this homeless man five dollars. I didn't even have five dollars, but I gave it to him. I was sowing a seed. But what is your where is your heart? Where is your relationship? Because that is what the power of your prayer is. The, the, the prayer is only powerful when it's personal. How you pray out loud and how you pray inside, they need to coincide. Uh, Jesus uh, told and I, I can't remember the address Y'all forgive me But Jesus told 
prior to giving them what we call the Lord's Prayer, we're going to put a pin in that too because it's not really the Lord's Prayer. It's our prayer. Jesus didn't need nothing in that prayer. He was just showing us how to pray. And it's not, as my Catholic brothers and sisters have just been trained to do, it's not about reciting the words that you find in Matthew and in Luke. It's, it's, it's the combination. It's, 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 but I'm getting ahead of myself. He told them, like, because you had uh, Pharisees, which is church folk, and I ain't shooting church folk because I love church folk. I'm church folk. I'm, I like to say I'm a drug baby. I got drugs in church all the time. He said that y'all pray out loud and y'all make all of these antics, but it's not really prayer. Prayer is, anybody who's familiar with the love languages, the five love languages, prayer is your love language to God. When Jesus prayed, he prayed to his father. When David prayed, he prayed to his father. When Moses prayed, he prayed to his father. He wasn't praying to some omnipotent being that he didn't understand. It was a personal relationship there. Your prayer is only as powerful as your personal relationship with God. So, and and, and he gave it to us. He told us that, that we, uh, the first thing we ought to do is to love him. The next thing we ought to do is not to love ourselves, but to love the people around us. So if if God is our father and we are family, that means that everybody who calls God father is our relative. Sometimes your prayers are being blocked because you think that you are island. You think that you're doing this solo dolo. You love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your strength, everything, but you can't stand his other children. And for those of us who are parents, man, look, and I've been through it. I have literally been through it. When one kid thinks that you just they parent and the other kids don't count, conflict. You got to shut that down. Sometimes, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna linger because I'm all over the place and like I said it's in a day. But sometimes your prayers may seem and I say seem capital F to go unanswered because what are you praying for? How are you praying? How do you deal with the rest of the body of Christ? How do you deal with your brothers and sisters in Christ? What do you feel about them? Are you going to daddy and talking about, hey, daddy, 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 and it's all about me? And never mind my brothers and sisters. They're not really your kids anyway, lo and behold. Uh, they are just uh, players in a, in, a, in a play that I'm the star of. No. God will not reward that. God will not answer that. God cannot feel that. And if we if we're gonna be real honest, well here's here is here is our father who knew the thoughts that you are having in your mind right now before existence ever existed. So why do I need to pray in the first place? He knows everything. He knows what I need. He knows what I want. Why am I praying in the first place? Because God will not He will not come in Where he's not invited Jesus said that in, in Revelation He was like uh, I, I, he, he, knocked on, he knocked on the door And if you open the door he'll come in and suffer with you He is a reflection of how we are to To understand the almighty 
So we're a family, but you want to be Diana Ross, not a Supreme, but you're expecting God to bless you. And if you are not in sync with your brothers and sisters, then in him blessing you, he would ultimately be cursing one of your brothers and sisters. We are either, what did they say in that movie, one, one, one band, one sound? We are either all together or it don't work. So if you feel that the Lord, that your prayers are, are, are bouncing off the ceiling and they're not coming back, you, you might need to check your relationship with not just with him, not just with yourself. Are you in tune with the universe, man? It only takes one fish to mess up the whole fishbowl. Don't just pray. Pray with purpose. Pray with love. That's your love language. You have not because you ask not. How are you asking? If one of your children ran up to you and asked you something that was so small, something that you desired to give them, but they asked you the wrong way, if you're a decent parent, you're going to say no. At least in my, again, that's just my opinion. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm a decent parent. You can ask my children. But in my opinion, if you're a decent parent and a child asks you for something, even if it's the, the, the most base and small thing, even if it's something that's so inside your power, and realize God is in control of everything. Nothing is too big for God. But if you ask the wrong way, you might as well not be asking. And that is what I thought I heard James say. You have not because you ask not. I need you to go back. I need some pleases and some thank yous and some yes ma'ams, yes sirs, no ma'ams, no sirs. You're not demanding. You don't work here. You live here. But I digress. Apologies. Um, so God has knowledge of it, but He won't move unless He asks, unless you ask. He knows what you need, He knows what you want, but He's a legalist. It's the law for Him. Yeah, and, and it would be different if he, if he hadn't given us a rubric, if He hadn't given us a syllabus, if He hadn't given us instruction. Like they say, the Bible says, for He only left you basic instruction before he left earth. He gave you the instruction, the way to come to him, to relate to him. You need to have a relationship with him. Do you want this thing or do you want me? You need him first. And then your prayers become powerful. The woman of God prayed from the spirit of God. She was a conduit. I almost felt, forgive me if this... uh, uh, damages somebody's delicate sensibilities. I almost felt physically felt the presence of God. She prayed with everything because she was praying from her heart, not from her desire, not from her want, not from her intelligence, not from her understanding of the Word of God. She was praying for from her heart, and she was praying for all of us, not herself. She was praying for all of us. So we have to get personal. I was asked um, to speak on the value of prayer. 
Your prayer is only going to be as valuable as your relationship with God. Amen. And your your relationship with God is only going to be clean and clear if you walk in love. And it's hard. I am a genetic curmudgeon. <laughs> I'm 46 years old, but you would think I was 86 sometimes. I swear I want the kid get off my lawn. I, I will not give you your frisbee or your ball back. Yeah, that's okay. My name is George Randall Seabury. I get it, honestly. <laughs> but you got to walk in love. You got to live in love, and, and, and love is an action. Love is, is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. And if you don't pray from a place of love, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's like throwing stuff up against the wall. Something might stick. God is all-powerful. He is graceful. His graces are renewed daily. He is merciful. We don't get what we deserve, and we get things that we don't deserve. But if you want to speak to him, prayer is your love language, and love is your prayer language. And um, I'm going to, from this point forward, just start referring to everybody as minister because in my uh, in my dealings, I found out that minister actually uh, comes from the word minor, which means lesser. Minister is a middle English uh, middle uh, English word that meant agent, attendant, servant. Before it meant. Uh, you know, like a preacher or a pastor or something. You are the lesser. It is your job. That's what Jesus showed us. He he was all powerful. He was all knowing. He loved. He fed. He fed physically. He fed spiritually. But right before his, um, I don't want to call him the transition because he didn't really transition. Well, I guess he kind of transitioned. But for lack of a better term, he was washing feet on a holy day. Because he, he, he diminished himself, Lord, you grow as I get smaller. And that is the power. We, we, we use the word minister, and we always think like, you know, somebody who is uh, a high a muckamuck, as they say, or, you know, somebody who has studied and has learned and everything. But a minister is actually the person that's there to help you. They're the person that's there to do everything for you. And anybody who brings you, the gospel, anybody who brings you a good word, anybody who will stop and take time out there like I'm praying for you and, and, and understand that the people who pray, they heart out for you, have lives. They are also walking around in this flesh tent and they have issues and they and they kids is crazy and they spouses is crazy and their job is nerve wracking but they come out of themselves and attend to you. They are great because they are lesser. And I, and that was just a caveat. I just had to add that in there. I went all the way off my notes, and I, I hope I covered something. I hope I blessed somebody. Lord, forgive me if I did anything incorrectly. I love y'all. Happy New Year. Go with strength and go with God, and he will always go with you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for the world of the night. 
about the value of prayer. I thank you for breaking it down to us and telling us about how we have been praying in error. We need to know that love is our prayer language, and our prayer language should be love. Thank you so much, Minister Randy, for breaking that down. Um, I'm going to ask, is there anyone on the line that would like to uh, speak to the man of God's life on tonight? The lines are open. Well, hello, saints of God. This is Minister Margot, and I just wanted to thank those that I asked to stand in my stead on tonight. Thank them for for ministering to the saints of God on tonight. I thank Sister Carmen, a true prayer warrior. I told her she was a general, (laughs) not just a warrior, but a general. And uh, she showed that on tonight. And I'd like to thank Minister Randall for giving us his perspective on prayer. Thank you so much. I appreciate both of you. Love you dearly and lift you up before God. I ask you to continue to pray for me as I pray for each of you and those who are listening. We must continue to pray and thank God. Thank him for a new year. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Minister Margo. Is there anyone else at this time that would like to speak? Praise God. Sister Carmen, um, <laughs> God is so awesome and amazing. Um Minister George Randall, Margo and I did not talk about Psalms 116. So that just goes to show you how much God loves you, my brother. He loves you, and he cares for you. And God is that kind of God that he confirms his word. He confirms it over and over every time. That is a psalm that he gave me in 2021. 22, I apologize. Mm -hmm. 2022. And um, I have been holding on to that because he did something that was so awesome and amazing in my life. In 2021 So Mm -hmm. when that year came around Of my anniversary of what he did I said to the Lord Lord give me a scripture Mm -hmm. That I can meditate on About you heard my cry You heard my prayer And he Mm -hmm. heard it the exact day that I was walking down my steps. Hmm. And I got on the phone on a prayer line. And when the prayer line ended, God had opened up a door for something that was so dear and awesome to me. Hmm. And so when my year anniversary came around, he opened up a door that I could be an intercessor prayer warrior 
with a ministry that I had known and a powerful anointed man and woman of God that has yet went on to glory. Mm. But God is so awesome and amazing. So I know that some, you hold on to that, my brother. Hold on to it because that's confirmation. Yeah. That's a powerful song. Yeah. Powerful. It came straight Amen. from the throne of God to me, and then God gave it to you. Amen. Amen. And then he'll give it to the others because that's who he is. Glory to and I want to be obedient and pray for our mother, Catherine, Aunt Catherine. We are lifting yes. her up before the throne of God. The matriarch mm. of the family, no mm. weapon formed against her shall prosper. Mm. Her mm. mind, her emotions, her thought patterns are covered with the precious blood of Jesus. The favor of God is going to begin to pour out oh. in her like never, ever, ever before. We speak and decree it and proclaim it over her. She is blessed. God said he'll bless her latter days more than the beginning. And those latter days, they may not always be consumed in material things, but I'm talking about the spiritual things. The spiritual things are more, more, more. Because the spiritual things you can give out. And those spiritual things, they're going to fit. They're going to fit perfectly for people. Because you can give people your old clothes, your new clothes, your old shoes and new shoes, and they may not even fit. They may not even like them. But the spiritual things of God that Mother Catherine is going to begin to pour out. So we thank God for lifting her up and exalting her, wrapping his loving arms around her continuously and letting her light shine so bright, so bright, so bright. The devil is alive. The blood of Jesus come up against you. You have no authority, power, nor control over Mother Catherine. And Catherine, she's a mother of Zion. We thank you for her. In Jesus' name, I have been so blessed, so refreshed. And I do love the prayers. He said, the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Amen. Amen. We avail much in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else who would like to speak at this time? Good evening. Amen. This is uh, Amen. Carmita Seabury speaking. And I uh, wanted to comment on Sister Carmen's prayer. You know, there's a, uh, a a type of prayer, a throne room prayer, when George said that he felt the presence of God as Carmen was praying. That was a throne room prayer, and it ushers the presence of God into the room, and it causes him to act on behalf of humanity. The second thing I wanted to say was... Um, the message that God gave us was a very good and instrumental message. Prayer, um, there's, prayer is one half, half of it, but listening is the other half. And there's a Bible verse, John 10, my sheep hear my voice. But in order 
for you to hear the voice of God. You have to have had developed that personal relationship. And he mentioned David. David prayed and he had a personal relationship with his father, which uh, was very, which was awesome. It was an awesome uh, correlation. But God's will, you have to pray according to God, to, to the will of God, and your prayers will answer it. And then he mentioned James 4, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. Whatever you pray for, I feel, should be within the will of God and to know him in a personal way. So that relationship also makes a difference, and he mentioned that. And you have to live for him. You have to live for God and set aside your personal desires and know what his will is for you, but you won't know that until you have that personal relationship. And also, uh, John, if you've got that personal relationship, first John says that this is a confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So this was a very inspiring and important message tonight, and I applaud George R. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Good evening, Good evening, Good evening. Uh, Mr. Ron. Good evening. Good evening. Go ahead. Uh, thank you so much for this format that you provided for us, uh, uh, Minister, for um, listening to the ministering on Block Talk Radio. I also want to compliment Minister Carmen for the way she just brought us to the throne of grace. Or she led right up into what Minister Randy's uh, subject was for tonight, Lord, and she did it with such uh, a plum, if you will. Lord, so uh, thank you. Thank you so much for that, Minister Carmen. Randy, I just want to say that I think that what you've done is outlined uh, a series of uh, sermons that you may be giving on Monday nights at Blog Talk Radio particularly in the way of prayer. You gave us a um, uh, intro to a sermon on uh, people that pray to God with the genie in the bottle mentality, uh, praying to God under your own terms, uh, praying to God with no acquiescence to the will of God. We must, in the we must pray to God knowing that he knows that what you need and what you want. And uh, I want to echo the sentiments that um, Minister Carmita said about your sermon tonight was that um, only half of prayer is you praying and the other half, half is you better listen to God because he is speaking uh, speaking to you in some way when you enter in prayer with him. So thank you for that, Randy. I look forward to hearing more of this from you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Ryan. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else at this time? Hello, Minister George. Randall Seabury, yes, I know. I said your whole government. I just want you to stay encouraged. I want to thank Minister Margot for asking you to speak on tonight. I want to thank um, Minister Carmen for even praying 
and everyone that has spoken, but I wanted to say to you, there are a lot of people that are writing books on prayer. There are a lot of people releasing CDs on prayer. There are a lot of people having conferences on prayer. But there's not too many people that's willing to do that and yet be transparent about themselves. So thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your uh, presentation. And as Ron said, how there's a series in your belly and how you know that while you're preparing to do what God is calling you to do, the enemy is doing his job. So I would yeah. challenge you, man of God, do your job. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Apostle. We'd like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Is there anyone else that would like to speak at this time? Okay, I want to just say I am so grateful for tonight because Elder Randy, Minister Randy, Man of God Randy, you have given us something to meditate on, to think about. As it was said on tonight, that's something that God has stirred up in you, and there has been a challenge put to you. Your auntie brought it to you, Minister Margo, was to speak on it. The woman of God, Carmen, she prayed about it. You stepped up, man of God, and you talked about it. Now, do what has been put the challenge to you and get about it. Talk about that series because you have been transparent. You're not perfect. Uh, it's okay. They tell us in the world it's okay to say I'm not okay. It's okay to say I'm not perfect because God is not looking for a perfect people. He's looking for a willing people. And I thank God for what he's doing with this ministry and everyone that's attached to it. Man of God, let God have his way in your life and you said it yourself. What was it? James, you have not because you ask not. Ask God to open that door for you and step in the place that your mom, your auntie, your uncles, your cousin, and the rest of your family and friends see you in. You don't have to live for lack. You don't have to walk in lack. You don't have to be in lack. Do the other lack. Do exactly like God tell you. Stop working in the L-A-C-K and stop walking in the L-I-K-E. I hope you got it in, in the way I meant it. So I just want to say, is there any closing words you have that you want to share with us on tonight, Minister Randy, before we go? If so, please share with us now. Yeah, um, I, I think... <clears throat> Uh, I, I thank God that, uh, as they say, when I was laying down, picked up. Uh, I apologize for the. Uh, I, I, I I like to be a little more prepared, and I was call myself getting prepared, but I got a little distracted. Uh, last thing I'll say is, learn the difference between 
lamppost and, and, and uh, firefly. See, sometimes all light is not the light that you should be following. You could be walking down a path that's well lit and get off in the bushes, take some fireflies, take some lightning bugs. And I, I almost got pulled into that. And I thank God that it was able to be salvaged, and I thank God that, it, that his his will was done on today. I thank God for uh, uh, Mother Carmen, Sister Carmen, Minister Carmen, <laughs> that she prayed. She, she helped me more than she knows, more than uh, yeah. words will ever express. Um, and all the kind things that y'all said to me, and I will, I will try to be obedient. And we, we're going to continue to love the Lord, and we're going to be prosperous this year, this year, right here. Every year is our year in the Lord. Amen. I love you guys. Um, somebody going to pray us out? You want me to pray? Or? Well, I got to give our closing remarks. Once I give my closing remarks, I will come back to you for you to pray us out. We want to thank everybody yes, for joining us. We want to thank everybody for joining us on tonight to get this rich word that was spoken into us and poured into us on tonight. We want you to know that our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We want you to know that you can come back next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear our very own Elder Ron Montgomery and Mother Tony Montgomery and myself, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. We will be hosting... Uh, God family discussions that we talk about on Monday, uh, the fourth Monday of each month. Please come back this Friday coming up, and we will talk about um, looking at a very important scripture that we have talked about many times in the Bible, but we're going to look at it from another point of view. And um, we're going to be talking from the book of Luke. Okay, so we're going to be on the air at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you'd love to, while you're getting ready for church or on your way to church, please join us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We would love for you to share the Word of God with your family members and whoever's in the car with you or just with yourself with our possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margo McCord, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Carbon Merritt will be bringing forth the uh, ministry on Sunday morning. With that being said, we want you to know we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. And our minister for tonight will be closing us out in prayer. It's in your hands, Minister Seabury. Have your way. Thank you. <clears throat> Father God, we just, as always, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. You have been infinitely better to us than, than we are even to ourselves, better than us than we deserve. Father God, let us uh, leave from this place, from each other's presence, but never from your presence and never from the love of God. Uh, continually strengthen us, continue to protect us, uh, continue to cover those who are traveling. Um, Add where people are, 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 are left, strengthen where people are weak, because we are your people. Build us up where we are torn down, and we will continually and always give you the 
glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, in the name of God, amen. Amen. Good amen. night, and I love y'all. Good night, Amen. Everyone. God bless. Love everybody. Amen. 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 Amen.